Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. But when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all together in one place. And the Bible said there was a sound from heaven as the sound of a rushing mighty wind, and the sound filled the whole place, and cloven tongues as a fire appeared on them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. They began to speak with other tongues. And we realize that the spiritual significance of the harvest is that, number one, the harvest brings about refreshing. Number two, the harvest brings about restoration. And number three, the harvest is symbolic of a reward. And this morning, I, I want to speak about reward. Everybody say reward. Come on, say reward. Come on, say it again, reward. You know, believers normally believe that there is a reward for evil. But they don't believe there's a reward for righteousness. And sometimes, when you are going to God to receive your reward, it's as if you are selfish, you are, you are greedy, you, you, you. It, our traditional mindset is, I'm just doing it for God. I'm just doing it for God, and He will not reward me. And people don't see God as a rewarder. But the Bible said, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. The Bible said he will exalt your horn like the horn of the unicorn. You will be anointed with fresh oil. And then he, the Bible also said, when you are anointed with fresh oil, he said, I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I anoint my head, your head with oil. Your cup will run over. So your cup running over is reward. He said, only with a thousand will fall on your side. Ten thousand on your right hand. Only with your eyes will you behold and see the reward of the wicked. And only with your ears will you hear that your desire on the evil one and the wicked ones that rise up against you. So, the life of the believer is different from the life of the unbeliever. And you should start believing that. Sometimes, things happen in life that erode this fundamental and foundational belief of the Christian. He said, a thousand will fall on your side, ten thousand on your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. He said, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of mockers, nor stands in the way of sinners. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also, whatsoever, his leaves also shall not wither. Then he said, whatsoever he doeth, he shall prosper. But look at the next verse. He said, but the ungodly are not so. But they, they are like the wind. They are like the chaff, which the wind driveth away. The ungodly are not so. That means you are different from the ungodly. I'm praying that this year, you will be different from your family members. May you be different. May you be different. And you know, the unbelievers have a trick they play on us. When we are different... They attribute it to something else. 
I am yet to see a pastor who has a breakthrough ministry and people don't people won't say there is some occultic power in it it's either ritual or they buried a, a goat or a cow in a church or something has happened and as soon as a Christian begins to break through they say no this one there must be something in it listen we believe in a devil who is the rewarder and we believe in a God who is so heartless he leaves his people to suffer a cutlass lying down and shouting Lord I want to be sharper I want to be sharper and the cutlass is praying to be sharper all the cutlass is saying is the owner should take it and put it against a grinding whatever meal or something and the thing goes and they put the cutlass on it and then and it is it is chopping up the thing and making it sharper now the cutlass says no i don't want this kind of heat but you wanted to be sharper you wanted to be sharper and many people concentrate on the heat they concentrate on the pain they concentrate on the suffering and they don't concentrate on the thing that the pain and the suffering is producing and he said whilst we look look not at the things that are seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal so let me tell you this people i want to tell you this and you look at me let me tell you this the church is stronger than we used to be we are more anointed than we used to be we are more powerful than we used to be pastor listen to me you are more spiritual than you used to be the grace of god upon you is more than you used to be oh but brother i don't feel it i'm not talking about the thing you can feel i'm talking about the thing that is a reality and the reality is this that when you go through the kind of pressure you are being through throughout the year you acquire spirit you become more spiritual you become more powerful you become more anointed listen to me somebody lost your business but you became more spiritual you lost maybe your family but you became more spiritual somebody died around you but you became more spiritual you lost some money but you became more spiritual people mocked you but you became more spiritual now 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 somebody said now what now 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 what the fear that is in us that fear that is on us is creating more spirit that fear that fear the fear of corona the fear of i don't know what is coming the fear of i don't know what is happening the fear of i don't know what what, what is going around all that fear is producing more spirit somebody shout more spirit come on shout it more spirit and i'm praying in the name of the lord jesus christ receive your reward receive your reward receive your reward the reward of the spirit so Elisha is walking with Elijah and they are going through some suffering from Gilgal to Bethel 
to Jericho, crossing the river Jordan. And mind you, they are walking. They are not in a car. They are walking. But in the days when Elijah followed Elijah, they walked from Boga to Nangodi, from Nangodi to Zebila, from Zebila. Where are we going? We are going to Poku. Then from Poku, where are we going? We are going to Pusiga. And they are walking. Then now he says, I'm going to the Jordan. That means the man is going to drown. Somebody who is standing on dry land and says, I'm going to Jordan. And you, Jordan. And Jordan is a river. Elijah said, I'll follow you. They got to Jordan. And the man now saw something he had never seen before. Oh, Jesus. May you walk with a man who will let you see things you have never seen before. May you walk with a man who will make you see things you have never seen before. Only that those kind of people, when you walk with them, they will punish you. Oh, they will punish you. Now they get to Jordan. The human being looks at a Jordan and takes his mantle and hits the face of a river and the water split. Now, I'm sure Elijah might have heard about the story of Moses. But he thought this was Moses. It can never happen again. And watch this. We are not told Elijah did. After Elijah did it, we are not told, I beg your pardon, after Moses did it. We are not told somebody maybe repeated it for Elijah to see. The man hits the river Jordan. The thing splits into. He walks across. And this Elijah guy still followed him. To be honest with you, that kind of following, until I see a boat, I may not follow. What about if I go with this man and I can't return? And River Jordan is not a river you mess about with saying you are going to swim. You cross with him. And the man of God said, ask me what you want and it shall be done. And he said, I need a double portion of the spirit that is on you. And the man of God said, if you see me go, you will have it. <laughs> and he said, I didn't follow you up to this point not to see. No matter what happens, I will see. And as they were going, 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 the Bible said, a wind appeared. A wild wind with a chariot and fire and parted the two of them asunder. It separated them. And when the wind is separating you, you are not likely to stand. I will not be surprised if this wind pushed Elisha, pushed him. Probably he turned. Maybe he fell on the ground. Probably something dramatic happened. But the man was so focused on what he had to do, that my Bible said, he saw him going. And the mantle was with Elijah. He was carrying it away. He said, my father, my father, 
the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. That is when Elijah knew the man had seen him because he had not told him of the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. But the fact that he saw the chariot and he saw the horsemen meant he had seen him. So he dropped the mantle. Now, look at this. When he dropped the mantle also, he did not tell him that the power and the spirit was in the mantle. He didn't tell him that this mantle is what carried my spirit. He said, I need a double portion of your spirit. He said, if you see me go, it is yours. The mantle falls and instinctively, the man of God tore his own clothing. Oh, I know many people that follow men of God and they wear their own clothing. They wear their own clothes. When you talk to them, they say, me, I have to be myself. This is my nature. Your nature cannot carry an anointing. Every anointing is carried in a container. This your, 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 your container, your mother and father gave birth to you in. And to me, carry anointing, oh Jack. So if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. There is something about you. If it doesn't change, you can never carry an anointing until you tear those garments of yours. Destroy that thing. Sometimes you call a temperament. Oh, as for me, this is the way I am. This is the way I am. And you are wearing the same garments. You want to put the mantle on it? It's not possible. It's not possible. The man tore his garment here. Pam! And of Peja Mantle. Went and stood by the river Jordan. Now. <laughs> so he goes, he's standing there, he's holding this mantle. He lifts it up, strikes the same river Jordan. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? I, I, I think that is um, a prayer of confusion. But sometimes, eh, when you are even confused, pray. Mm, pray. Pray. Just pray. Say something. I remember when we were in university and second school. You know, we, we used to pray in groups. And then they will tell three people to pray. Then they say, Pastor Mike, pray. Pat, pray. Senior, pray. Then Pastor Mike will pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, according to Galatians chapter this verse, that, according to Romans chapter this. You know these kind of people who pray and quote scriptures. So they'll quote the scriptures high in the prayer. And then this one too takes over. Display the skills in the Bible studies. Then they get to Senior Sunday. Pray. If he watches himself and he cannot quote the scriptures of this issue, Father, just as Pat was saying, Father, the thing patient said in her prayer, I agree with her in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray the prayer of agreement in Jesus' name. So Elisha gets to this river Jordan and he knows the formula that works. He said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Bam! Bam! The river Jordan. The man has received a double portion of of the spirit because of what he went through somebody say what he went through listen i just prayed a prayer that may god help you to get close to a truly anointed person 
I told you something else that the anointing operates in the realm of madness. There must, there must be something about you. So we are, I am a soldier. And this is a pharmacist. I was a young pharmacist at that time. I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. I am a soldier in the army. And if a soldier falls down in the army of the Lord, he will rise again. And, and, and we are going, we are going like some soldiers. We are going. And then, when we get there, the power is so strong. I was 24, 25, 26. That zone of 23 to 27, I feared nothing. Nothing. Not a madman, not a devil, not a fetish priest, not death, nothing. I remember... On one of the trips, standing there, madman rose up in the church. A madman. Everybody knew he's mad in the village. He got up here and the pastor, they started arguing. I left the poop, it went down. I told the pastor, let me deal with this. He said, no, he's, brother, he will hurt you. I said, no, no, no. The Lord said, I should come and tell him. I should come and put him to sleep. He said, oh. I said, pastor, please. The pastor moved. I took my finger. Before I could touch this man's head, he was on the ground. He has collapsed. Madman. I ministered for another two hours. We went and sat in the pastor's house, drank our coffee and our tea bread. The man woke up around 5 p.m. and started walking towards his house. Those men or those young men that used to walk with me, they saw strange things. One day I'm standing on the pulpit and I'm preaching. Bam, 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 bam. Then Reverend Alex Adams came to me and said, Olu. Olu is the short form of Oman. Oman, so he said, Olu. Olu, when you are a certain child is dead. This child was about maybe one year or younger. Because the, the child was quite small. One year or maybe one and a half years. But I don't think it's a small child. When you are a I said, take over, start speaking. I'm going out. Reverend Alex Adams on the spot had to continue talking from where I left off. And his voice can be like me. So he just continued. And I went out there. The pastor was following me. I said, bring me the child. They, they brought me a baby. They put the baby in my hand. I looked at the baby. Everything was stiff. I began to speak in tongues. I spoke in tongues and spoke in tongues and spoke in tongues and breathed into the child's nostrils. I, I breathed into the nostrils of the child. Breathe, breathe, breathe. When I finished, I held up the child and continued speaking in tongues. The child shook one leg, shook the other one, shook the other hand. I gave the live child back to the mother. And when I finished, I went back to the pulpit and I continued preaching. Listen to me. In your lifetime, you must see something. You must see something. You see, God must attach you to raw anointing. For you to see that the power of God is not fake. It's a reality. I'm going to a meeting. I'm with Reverend Steve Mercer. We are driving. 
The car is an old car. Old car. All of a sudden, the car ceased. Pastor Steve did and did and did and did. This car will not start. I got down from the car. I said, Steve, open the bonnet for me. He said, ah, I didn't know you know about car. I said, I know nothing. I don't even know what the radiator is. Just open this car. He opened the bonnet. I put my nose on the, on the hole of the intestines and the stomach and the duodenum of the car. I know about that one. The, all the other wires in a car, I don't know. He opened it. I put my nose there. And I sneezed seven times. Thank God it wasn't Corona period. I went chim, 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 chim. Seven times. I told him, Steve, start the car. He went into the car. Boom. We were on the way. Listen to me. Those of you that are younger, this is the time to experience the power of God before you become a useless philosopher. In our day, apart from the power of the Spirit, I don't know where we are going. So because of the power of the Spirit, any dead womb, barren womb, dead body, barren body, I commanded today in the name of Jesus to receive the spirit of life. Can I tell you this? You have embraced your baby already. In the name of Jesus. It is a reward. I said 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 it is a reward. Ah! It was Elisha who told Gehazi, Gehazi, call me the Shunammite. And they called him the Shunammite. And he asked a woman, he asked Gehazi, what shall be done for her? They brought the Shunammite. The Shunammite said, I don't need anything. He said, should I talk to the king? Should I talk to the army commander? Should I talk to this? Should I talk to the this? The, the woman said, sir, I don't need anything. I'm okay. Say, should I, should I talk to the king? Should I? I don't need anything. I'm okay. When she left, and Pastor Mike, that is why I said Gehazi was a good man. Gehazi said, Sir, she has no child. She has no child. And Elisha knew the woman had no child. But when he met the woman, the woman too religiously said, I'm okay. You know those of us who are not okay and we say we are okay. Today, lift up your hand and say, I'm not okay. God, you have to do something. In Jesus' name. Listen to me, people. I was say we need break. And today, you are getting out of this meeting with something. You are taking something. It was a human being who told an angel, until you bless me, I will not let you go. Until you bless me, I won't let you go. There is a reward in God. Somebody saying, Father, you will have to heal me today. You will have to deliver me today. I will have to receive an anointing today. My ministry is dry. I need the revelation of God in my spirit. I need the revelation of the word. I need the anointing upon my life. Somebody come on, scream like your voice is yours and press. 
want to walk with somebody who carries something you've never seen before. I remember several years ago, I was the chairman of Gaffers in tech. And we invited Brother Enoch Agbozo as a guest speaker of Mission 85. Mission 85, I was the chairman in tech. Brother Enoch Agbozo came to the campus. I, I knew about the anointing. I knew about the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but that, I've never experienced it. I knew about the Spirit of God moving on you and you twitch here and there. But to see a human being carrying it like that. When we went, we said we want to see Brother Enoch. Then Papa Enoch Agbozo came out of his room. When he came, I was standing. The power hit me. I went back. I said, Chey Kuzuwa. This is unction. Now the eight is from us. Boom. They told us, young men, take it easy. I said in my head, take one easy. We are Nipa and now we are Frama. I will pay free demo. Yeah, what you say? We sat down. All the things we came to tell him, we couldn't say. We became instant stammerers. Beep, 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 like that until we left. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.